Life is made up of countless moments, big and small, magical and ordinary, significant and seemingly insignificant. And these moments become the stories of our lives. I want to take another moment today to connect with you by sharing bits and pieces of a life-defining experience that I encountered over a family holiday. I'm going to share about a rock adventure our family took on and why in the moment it seems so insignificant but has turned into something so poignant now that it finally makes sense. I'll take you on the challenge of redefining moments that you are experiencing as you are making small or big decisions in your life. And I want to challenge you to see if you are comfortable or just complacent. And I want you to know the difference. I'm going to recall these insignificant moments in the past that suddenly became significant and help you to identify the significant moments that you're experiencing. And I want you to learn how a simple step backward can help you reassess your life's distractions and shift your focus in the right direction. I'm going to give you three biggest lessons I learned from my experience of finding this simple rock on the beach and how that changed the way I see things. And I'm going to give you four ways that you can create defining moments in your life. This episode, the DMD podcast starts right now. You are listening to the Dads Making a Difference podcast, the number one podcast for men driven to live a life of significance. Men who want to make a difference in the lives of their families, in their business, and in the world around them. My name is Cam Hall, founder of Fight the Dabot and leader of the Dads Making a Difference mastermind. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Now, let's dive in. Hello, my friend. Welcome to another episode of the Dads Making a Difference podcast. My name is Cam. I am your host, and I'm glad that you're here. I appreciate you taking time to be here with me today as I dive in to the power of moments. I needed to do this episode as a reflection and a challenge a reflection upon my own experiences over the last few months, uh, some stories that I want to share with you that will give you insight into the filter that I'm using to make decisions right now, and a challenge to you to start redefining the moments that you're experiencing, moments that you experience in your business uh, as you're making decisions to grow, to expand, to scale, moments that you are experiencing in your family as you explore, as you grow together, as you have pitfalls together, and moments that you create in your interactions with those around you, no matter how brief they are. Over the last few months, I've come to the realization that we really do go through different seasons in our life. I want you to think right now, are you at a point right now in your life that you were at six months ago? 12 months ago, two years ago, five years ago. And I spent a lot of time reflecting on my own experiences. You know, some of you listening to this know that I started a brand called Fight the Dad Bob 2015 and started coaching men one-to-one uh, tail end of 2017, all the way up to presently where we're continuing to help men live fit, healthy, and fulfilled their family. And then through that experience, of one-to-one coaching and group coaching in person and online through a global pandemic or in when everything was quote unquote normal, which by the way, we know it wasn't all those experiences gave me an opportunity to see men in their lives in a new light. I had men start to communicate 
with me on our coaching calls that they were struggling, uh, perhaps in their marriage, struggling prioritizing what's important in their day, struggling balancing work and family life and their fitness, just trying to process through their own personal journeys and where they were going. Of course, we were talking about health as a priority, but I started to see these other things arise. And so that's where Dad's Making Difference was born. And if you've heard some of the episodes in this podcast, you know that that's the foundation here to help men become difference makers. This is not a podcast designed for guys who want to settle, for guys who just want to say, it's okay, I'm just going to stay where I'm at, I'm comfortable. Now, don't get me wrong, comfortable isn't bad. I think the word I want to use is complacent. Being comfortable and being complacent are two different things. I'm challenging you right now. Are you comfortable or are you complacent? Are you okay with the status quo or are you ready to push further? Push further in your health, push further in your family, push further in your business. I want to challenge you right now to be honest with yourself in a little self-assessment. Now, I want to share a story with you. We came back from a family vacation, and I hope that you had some time over the last few months to experience a family vacation. Uh, We took some time. We went to the Oregon coast, and I shared a little of this a couple weeks ago, but I had some pretty powerful moments. So I want to paint a picture for you. In 2014 was the last time my family, Kim, my wife, uh, Maya, my daughter, and Braylon, my son, and I got to go to the Oregon coast, a place that's been special in our family, the Hall family, for years. I have pictures here on my phone of my dad as a young boy on the Oregon coast with my grandparents. And it's just kind of been this story that's been going on and the experiences that families have had going back to this place, Cannon Beach, Seaside, Warrington, Astoria, those, those types of places. And so it's kind of been this real special place for us. Well, I went in 2009 with my brother. I've been several times, but 2009, I went with my brother. Uh, we drove through the night for 12 hours to surprise my dad on his 50th birthday. Uh, he and my mom were there to celebrate that birthday, and they were there for a few weeks. I got to experience the 4th of July in Seaside, Oregon, which, by the way, was outstanding. Uh, the fireworks show was mind-blowing. But that was one really cool moment, one really cool experience that I had on the coast. The next was in 2014. I want to tell you the context here. That's the last time my family was there. But my son Braylon was four weeks old, and we almost did not make that trip. At the time, my mom, some of you are familiar with the story, my mom had multiple myeloma. Uh, a a form of cancer and had gone through stem cell transplant, chemotherapy, remission. Uh, It came back a couple of times, remission again. But so we always lived in this moment with my mom where we were trying to live the best moments in all the time that we were given with her. You know, when she first was diagnosed, uh, she was given like six to eight months, really prognosis. It was mind blowing that she then had so much time with us. She got to see marriages and grandkids and have really cool experiences. 
uh, one of the defining moments on that 2014 trip was maybe made before when Kim and I decided, yes, we were going to throw our two-year-old and our four-week-old in a vehicle and drive 16 hours to the Oregon coast to spend some time with my parents because you never know. You never know if this is the last family trip with all of us together. Um, and we know now that it was. My mom passed away in 2015. And as hard as that was, uh, I had a friend, Paul, say to me the other day, you know, we, we go through this idea that life is short and death is forever. But really, death is short and life is forever. And in the, in the moment, this is why I'm saying this, because in the moment of 2014, we didn't know that that would be the last trip. And so we were experiencing everything together. And one of the things we did is we painted a rock. You get a rock in Seaside, Oregon, and they have this place on the beach along the promenade where people paint rocks and they leave them. And so we walked down to the beach, my two-year-old daughter and my dad and my mom and I remember having Braylon in the, the little backpack cubby thing as a little baby and my, Kim was there. And we walked down, we found just the right rocks. We took them back to where we were staying, painted them and dropped them off. And one of those rocks just had Hall Family 2014 written on it. Well, it was a fun little practice and, and, and a moment that we shared together, but I never knew how significant it would become. Fast forward to this year. My daughter is 10. My son is eight. It's been eight years since we've gone back to the Oregon coast. Of course, a lot has happened in the world since then. And of course, my mom passed away in 2015. And this is the first time going back to this special place. And I did not know what to expect. I knew I was going to be full of emotion. We're going to go experience so many firsts with our kids because really my daughter at two doesn't remember what the ocean was like, but at 10, she'll remember. And my son at eight, he will remember. And as a family, we'll create new memories, not to replace the ones we had with my mom and dad that time, but just new memories we can add to it. I want you to think right now, I'm just going to take a break in the story. And I want you to think right now over the last few years. What little events or moments have happened in your life that although they seemed insignificant at the time, although enjoyable, turned out to be quite significant? I'd love for you to share those with me. Tag me at Dad's Making a Difference on Instagram or send me an email even. I'd love to share your story here on the podcast. Uh, emails cam at dmdpodcast.com. But think about your moments. Sometimes the most insignificant moments we have can be life-altering. They can be life-changing. They can challenge us to grow and be better, or they can send us spiraling into a pitfall. We never really know. But in hindsight, we always feel like, oh, I should have known this. But I'm going to return to my story. So this year, we return back to the Oregon coast, and we want to find this rock. We want to find this rock that we laid as a family on the beach in 2014. Well, I have pictures here and, and you can't see them, but in 2014, there weren't many rocks there. There was, there's maybe, maybe a few hundred rocks painted. Uh, we had chosen a place that at that time we thought would be quite visible for years to come. And we'd always be able to find this rock. Well, 
first of all, we got to the beach and we didn't even know where to look. We couldn't even find the rock garden. So I text my dad. He sent me pictures of that day. <laughs> my daughter, my little two-year-old daughter walking through the, the dunes in her seaside Oregon hoodie and holding hand in hand with my mom. And, and it brought a smile to my face. Um, and we couldn't even find this rock garden. So we started this detective work, let's call it, uh, CSI work. We're looking at the pictures, trying to place it. So we're looking at houses in the background, piecing things together, finding out finally where this rock garden was. And as we walked up in the last eight years, it has grown incredibly. There are now thousands of painted rocks Kim and I looked at each other. We're like, oh dear, like the kids are so jacked about finding this rock. I don't know if we're going to find it, but we're going to commit to doing this and we're going to make it happen. And so picture for a moment, you're standing there. You're looking at thousands of painted rocks. You're not quite sure where to start, but you have a few clues. So you're standing there looking, the ocean's behind you. You can feel the breeze off the ocean. You're standing in the dunes looking at the rocks. How is that like your life right now? How are you looking out at your life, looking for something, maybe looking for an answer, maybe looking for that one thing, that next thing that's going to bring you joy and excitement. And yet you can't see it because it's just blend into all the distractions around you. Think about that right now. What are you being distracted by? What is distracting you from experiencing the moments you need to experience with your family? Maybe it's past trauma. Maybe it's doubt. Maybe it's a broken relationship. Maybe it's too much hope. I don't know if there's such thing. Maybe there's unreal expectations. I've heard these things from men in the last few weeks. Oh, I guess this is an unreal expectation, an unrealistic expectation. I'm going to tell you it's not. It's not. You can find your rock. You can find your purpose. You can reach that goal that you're setting out to. Get back to the story here. So here we stand. And I thought this moment in time was going to be an emotional moment. Um, I was preparing for this Oregon trip, thinking that a lot of emotions were going to bubble to the top. You know, it, I, I remember putting together the slideshow for my mom's memorial service. And so many of those pictures were from Oregon, from these places we were going to visit. But what I experienced was happiness, not sadness. Happiness that we got to experience those things together and that we were now back to do it again. And so as we started to sift through these rocks and piece together where we thought ours was, I began to really understand the power of a moment. Here we were moving rocks around, looking for things. And people were asking us, oh, you're looking for a rock from when? And we're like eight years ago, 2014. They're like, good luck. And yet we were so into that moment together. Well, my son, my son, Braylon, he is eight years old. And he is all eight-year-old boy. He is energetic. He is Man, he is just the funnest kid. He has so much energy. Uh, people will say he's distracted. I don't think he's distracted. I think you're just boring <laughs> and he's moving on. So he is a young guy that we, we keep him moving. Uh, he loves to keep moving. Well, he wants to hold my phone. We're standing there in the rocks, can't find the rock. We're getting a bit frustrated. He's like, dad, I want to look at the pictures. I'm like, no, Braylon, here, here's a picture. 
Here are the rocks around it because we had a picture from the top down. These, if I think dad thinks if we look for these rocks, we'll be able to find this Hall family 2014 stone. Bray wants to hold the phone, wants to hold the phone. No, no, no. One, do you give an eight-year-old super energetic, movable boy your phone on a rock garden? I'm not sure, but I did. I was going to be honest. I was a little bit frustrated and kind of over. So I said, man, here you go. And meanwhile, my daughter, who's like the super analytical, straight, like thought process, let's puzzle this through and make a plan kid is already looking, saying that rock is there. Let's look around that rock. And so here we are. We found a familiar rock from one of the pictures my dad gave us and we're searching all around. It took my son about 30 seconds to tell us we were in the wrong place. We were looking in the wrong area. He said, dad, look. This big blue rock with the bus on it that you're using as a reference. And he didn't say reference, of course, but he said that big blue rock, the bus, it's been moved. It's been moved Dad. it used to be over there in the picture. It's over there, but today it's here. You're looking in the wrong spot. And I looked at him. I, I was blown away that his in such a short period of time, this young guy, this young boy who's so spatial and visual just pick that out. And we have looked literally for 25 minutes at these pictures, couldn't put pieces together. Again, let's take a step back. What are you looking for? And are you being distracted by something that's been moved by somebody else and it's keeping you from reaching your potential? And you might be saying, Cam, you're not making any sense. I'm not. Am I not? Do you have something that you're working towards for your family? Let's say it's financially. And some hiccup comes up, you know, right now we're searching for a car for Kim. Her car literally blew up. We're searching for a car for Kim. And this could be a huge distraction. It moves our financial goal from where it was even three months ago. Am I going to let that distraction, are you going to let a distraction in your life keep you in the wrong area? Or are you going to let something that could seem so innocent redirect you back to where you need to look? Hey guys, I wanted to take a moment and talk about our community of DMD brothers in the DMD mastermind. We are men who help each other to stay focused and intentional in our pursuits of personal, professional, physical, financial, emotional, and spiritual growth. We are a community of men who bring courage, wisdom, and transparency to unfiltered conversations that challenge us to be more impactful men, to be dad's making a difference. We do this through our online and in-person events where men come together to speak into each other's lives and then turn around and do the deep work to create change in their families, in their businesses, and in the community around them. If you are wondering if this community might be right for you, you can find more information on the DMD Mastermind and you can also book a call directly with me at dmdmastermind.com. Now, let's get back to our show. Well, that innocence, Braylon saying we're looking in the wrong spot or whatever it is in your life, that's a moment. That's a defining moment. A moment where I could have said, no, man, you're wrong. We're going to keep looking because this is the rock. I could have said, buddy, awesome, good eye. Let's shift our focus. And so we shifted our focus. We crossed over the path about 15, 20 meters away. And we started looking. 
The kids were digging through rocks and now thousands of rocks that were taking layers. And sure enough, Maya looked down under this rock she moved and through this overgrown grass, barely saw this family 2014. So she dug out the grass and there it was. <laughs> this Hall family 2014 rock paint, some chipped off, covered in grass under two layers of rock and we found it. And we were all cheering on the beach, taking pictures on the beach over the simple practice of finding this rock. I'm going to tell you what I learned through that experience. One, don't write off my son. When we are frustrated, Braylon's one that who we will sometimes just be like, buddy, go take a break. Because he's so energetic. He's a lot of energy. And I feel that he gets treated unfairly sometimes. So that was one thing. Uh, two, the, the power of being visual. I'm so analytical like Maya is and, and Kim's a little bit that way too, but Bray's so visual. We need to sometimes take a step back and not look for such the minute details, but look at the big picture and say, what, where am I losing focus? That's what happened in that moment. We had law, we had been so micro-focused that we didn't zoom out and weren't macro-focused. Micro-focused, not macro-focused. And so in your life, where can you be more macro-focused? Zoom out. Take a step back, see what's really happening, what's really going on. And so that's another thing I took away from that moment. Another thing I took away was the emotion in that moment. And it wasn't sadness, it was joy, it was excitement, and it was anticipation. The kids picked up the rock, we moved it to a place that was a little bit more visible, hopefully eight years from now when we go back. Um, but that anticipation of the opportunity to now walk away with some rocks, paint them and bring them back to lay them next to this rock we did with my mom. So that one day when we go back or a member of our family goes back, they will then find those rocks. It was such a cool experience. And I wanted to ch just share that with you because I'm sure that you have experienced something in your life that, you thought was insignificant that turned out to be quite significant. That was a, that was a powerful moment in our journey. You know, I think back to the book I read recently, the power of moments by Chip and Dan Heath. It's a good book. You should read it. I'm not going to get into the whole book. I'm not going to do a synopsis, but I wanted to share some big ideas from that book that I was reflecting upon as we were going through this holiday. And one of them was this, this adventure with the rock. And it's a defining moment. So what is a defining moment? In the book, Chip and Dan, he says, a short experience that is both memorable and meaningful. We need to create more defining moments. We need to invest more time in defining moments. You know, we come back from a vacation. I'm sure you've had vacations where things didn't always go the way you wanted. And in the moment, maybe you got a flat tire. Maybe the hotel didn't work out. Maybe the weather stunk. And in the moment, like we call that a pitfall. In the moment, you're pretty down or upset or frustrated. And then you're there for another couple of days or five days or whatever. And things, you have more moments and things are great. And you get home and people say, well, how was your vacation? Oh, it was great. You say, because we tend to express our 
our feelings and assess our experiences based by these, what Chip and Dan Heath call flagship moments, the peaks, the pits, and the transitions, the peaks, the best parts, the pits, the worst parts, and the transitions in between. But let's get to defining moments. How do you create a defining moment? And what is a defining moment? How was that rock a defining moment? How was Braylon breaking that down and Maya, you know, piecing the clues together? How was that a defining moment for our family? How was a walk on the beach at 5.30 in the morning looking for sand dollars a defining moment? How was climbing the Astoria column and throwing off a little airplane to see where it goes? How was that a defining moment? Well, there's four things that create defining moments. And I want to share those with you. And this is going to be the takeaway for today. And I'm going to challenge you to create more defining moments. So if you're driving, don't do this, maybe do it after. Uh, But if you're sitting down, write this down, put it in your notes, four things that will create defining moments as identified by Chip and Dan Heath. First is elevation moments that rise above the everyday. Those boost, those things that boost your sensory pleasures you know, things that excite you, make you happy, those times of elevation. That's number one. Number two is insight. Defining moments that rewire our understanding of ourselves or our understanding of the world. You know, a defining moment could be see how you see someone interact with somebody else. Uh, we were we were in a, a, a town and there was someone who wasn't doing too good. And they were on the street um, and they were kind of in and out of consciousness, you know, and, and, and they were there on the street and somebody walked by and I gave them a meal and started a conversation with them. And my son was blown away. He's like, whoa, like, like, did you see what that person did? And it was a really cool opportunity to say like, well, buddy, Like we can do those things, those defining moments. Like that was a defining moment for him to see that this is possible, how we can give and make an impact and make a difference in our community by rewiring our understanding of the world around us. The third is pride. Moments that capture us at our best, moments that achieve of achievement and courage. I'm sure we all have those, you know, whether you're, you're one of the guys who's looking back and saying, oh man, I played on that state championship team or national championship team. Like those things that we really think about achievement and courage. I have to think about, I'm not going to lie to you. My moments of pride are the births of my kids. Like those were some of the most <laughs> outstanding moments. Um, and I'm not saying that because it's cliche, but guys, if, if you're there during childbirth and you see that happen, and all of a sudden you have this little human being in your hands that you are completely responsible for, that you know you have a part in making, like that is a sense of pride. And the fourth is connection. Defining moments are social. So moments that are strengthened because we share them with others. On the beach that day in the rocks, we shared that together as a family. I challenge you a lot when I get on my Instagram and I'm saying, get out, be active, live fit, healthy, fulfilled. Living fulfilled means creating, defining moments that are social, moments that are strengthened because you're sharing them with somebody else. You need to start sharing moments with other people, sharing with your family, sharing with the colleagues, sharing with your mastermind group members, uh, the, the men who are around you, your accountability circle. So those are the four Really the four things that create defining moments, elevation, insight, pride, 
and connection. I think at least three of those, if not all four of those, were involved in that one moment searching for that rock. They can be in your moments as you are searching for your purpose, as you're searching to grow, as you take a step back and take a macro view of what's happening in your life and start to create a micro direction of how you're going to get there. It's time for you to focus and dive in. I, I agree. But sometimes a step back to see what moments are happening. What have I experienced? What can I create? They're going to build defining moments in my life and in the life of my family. My friend, I challenge you today. When you get off this to just sit and reflect and write down some of the most powerful defining moments that you've had. I want you to look at what created that moment. Was it elevation? Was it insight? Was it pride? Was it connection? And then I want you to start saying to yourself, how can I do more of this? How can I be a difference maker in my family by creating more moments like this? Maybe you're a business owner, entrepreneur, and you've had some really defining moments in your business that are, and you're looking at it through that perspective and that lens. You're like, how can I create more defining moments in my business? Or maybe you are volunteering in your community and you've made some great connections with outreach. How can I make more defining moments in my community? I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going to challenge you with that today. As you reflect, please share your thoughts with me. And if you know someone who would benefit from this episode, who you said, hey, man, like Cam had this chat about moments. And although he rambled on his story for a little bit, there was some, there was a meaning to it. Um, and he challenges us to get moments straight and create more defining moments. You need to listen to this episode. If you know someone who needs to listen to this episode, please pay it forward. Share this episode with someone you know. The only way that we're going to create, gain traction and get into the eyes and ears of more men so that they can make a difference in their family, their business, their community, is if you share it and you tell them that they need to be here. I appreciate you so much. I can't even say how much I am thankful for the people who are listening to this right now. Have a great rest of your week, and I will see you on the next episode of the Dads Making a Difference podcast. Thank you for joining me today on this episode of the Dads Making a Difference podcast. I hope you found value in today's show. And if it made a positive impact on you, please share it with someone you know, leave a five-star review, and subscribe so you don't miss out on upcoming episodes. I'm Cam Hall. Thank you for spending time with me today, and I will see you on the next episode of the DMD Podcast.